This podcast contains explicit language and content meant for mature audiences. The thoughts and opinions expressed are our own and should not necessarily be taken seriously most of the time. Welcome to the Sexy Jammies Swingcast. I'm Roxy. And I'm Vincent. And we're Sexy Jammies. Come with us on our continually evolving wizarding journey as we talk about everything from sex and swinging to toys, relationships, and whatever else is tickling your nipples at the time. Thank you for joining us. And if you like what you hear, be sure to support us on Patreon. If there's anything that you want to hear us chat about, or just want to say hi, don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can find links to all of our things at linktree slash sexyjams. That's linktr.ee forward slash sexyjammies. We'd love to get to know you better. Now hurry up and take your clothes off before the kids wake up. You don't need the clappy. There's only a single. You're not going to do the clappy? I have my Everyone hands. Everyone expects the clappy. I have my hands full. I you have do, the steering wheel. Driving. I have the car. I have the phone. That probably wouldn't be safe. For me to clappy right now? Yeah. The only way I can do that is with like my dick on my thigh. And I'd have to do it with just pure dick yeah. energy. Well, yeah, which I don't even. And I'd have to take my pants off, which is also. With no maybe, hands. With no hands. Well, which I'm, might I'm not going to do it. Also be unsafe. Because I'm lazy. So. Too lazy to take off my pants. Yeah, I am. I am that. So a, a brief introduction. Uh, we we recorded too long yesterday for the episode that we were going to post up. So this is going in its stead, and well, it's going yeah. to go up. And it's going to go up tonight. And uh, we didn't just go too long. There's a little more editing necessary than we meant because of the <laughs> random breaks and yeah. So two and a half days of swingerdom, and we recorded like three hours of raw audio, three hours plus, yeah. and it needs to be cut down. So yeah, it needs adjusted. Good thing you people weren't expecting it. <laughs> uh, but what you have been expecting, and we've gotten this request from a lot of our local fans, and some of our friends, some of our friends, and some of the people that we talk to. Well, and some of the random comments and things that that we've answered are related to this in, in some way. It often, yeah. We this is probably our biggest set of like the biggest topic set of questions that we get from anybody is like, how do you? What do you do? Yeah. So, so. we're doing swinger etiquette. Um, and some of these, well. Yeah, some of these are a little opinion-based, but most of them seem to be prevalent kind of guidelines to follow. Right? At least, yes. At least to point yourself in the right direction. Yeah. And, I mean, we definitely have our preferences, which might not be the same as others. So, you know, the main guideline, and then kind of take it where you need it to be, I guess. So, are we ready? Um, yeah. Hit okay. Would you want to just, where do you want to just start at the just, beginning and work our way? We made a, we made a little list to try to kind of organize our thoughts well, a little bit. So we don't forget. So we don't forget. So. And so we don't suck. So this one seems like it's cut and dry, but I feel like it, it can be vague sometimes. It seems like a no brainer, but there's so many layers to it. So it's ask permission first, right? 
Which seems like common sense. Like, oh, yeah, I always would. Except it's not always how things go. And you get in the middle of things. And it's more difficult to ask for that permission when you're literally in the middle of doing all of the things. Well, and I, I think I mentioned while we were writing the notes that with certainly with new play partners. Yeah, that you've never been with before. Like established play friends. You kind At this of, point, you kind of know. You're kind of feeling each other out, and we're all there for the same reason, right? Well, and even even them, though, no, if we go for like a vanilla type thing, or something that could turn into it from a vanilla type thing, one of us usually goes, hey, are we going to play? Yeah. But at that point, you, you're you so comfortable with each other, it's not a, am I allowed? It's a, is this going to happen, or are we putting it off this time because of whatever? So... I, and and I, I personally have had this go both ways for me recently, right? I had one not great encounter because um, I accidentally, I was I was being played with, and I accidentally, when I put my hand down, I touched somebody that I probably did not intend to play with. Well, you didn't intend to touch her either. I didn't intend I mean, to touch that wasn't... her. And I didn't intend necessarily probably not going to play with this person. And that turned into my play partner for a little bit. Yeah. Because Which, and it's not that you weren't going to... Well, that doesn't matter. No, now. it doesn't. I, I apologized, it doesn't. but she she said, hey, no problem at all. And then her throat, her mouth, her tongue was down my throat. Yeah. That was very, very quick. Um, so maybe, maybe I should have thought, whoa, whoa, slow down a little bit. Um, but more recently, a very similar thing happened. And as I reached out for the leg that was very, very close to mine... Uh, while I was being played with by another, I go, oh, I'm sorry, is this okay? And she goes, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's okay. So I, I rubbed her leg, and then we played. But the difference is I asked for every new step because I had never played with this girl before. Everything that we did, I asked permission and asked her what she wanted me to do and kind of let her guide the process. And I think that's that's kind of what I'm getting at, is I know I'm not perfect about it, but... Well, and some of it is about reading. So, I think this is where I get fuzzy with it, is because permission can kind of be asked and given in different ways, right? Yes. So, I most certainly, this weekend, did not go, hey, can I suck your cock? Because he walked over, pointed it at me, who was the only person sitting there and leaned in. To me, that's saying, hey, do you want to suck my cock? If you put it that close to my face, I feel like if you're asking me to do something different, you're doing it wrong. I have this I have this big spoon full of ice cream that's really tasty here. Right? Like, <laughs> And if you put it in your mouth... Then that's a yes. <laughs> that's I mean... A, that's a yes. So, so he certainly didn't go, do you want to suck my cock? And I certainly didn't go, do you want me to? But all of the... The signals at that point were very obvious, like him leaning toward, he didn't say, hey, do this, or like grab my head. He walked towards me, and I was the only, it's not like there were more people sitting there who he could have been aiming it at. (laughs) Well, and. So, in my mind, that was him going, hey, do you wanna? Yes. Um, Other times I have asked if it's okay, because, you know, I'm standing up, or. Well, we have, 
we have shy play friends sometimes or yeah. play friends that won't necessarily pipe up. Yes. And, and we have to learn what their cues are a little bit more. And until we do that, I, I couldn't tell what she wanted out of this thing. She was very intent in watching. But as soon as I started touching her, she got very intent on other things. Yeah. But I wouldn't have known that because she wasn't giving any verbal or nonverbal cues. Yeah, she was just sitting and, and, you know, sitting back and watching what was going on. Yes. And, well, like, uh, when was this? I'm trying to remember the situation. I had it in my head and then you did that. Now I forget. But, anyway, the the... Consent gets a little fuzzy for me sometimes because when you're in the middle of things, you you do have to know how to read people yes. and read their body language. And if it's something that not everyone would like, you probably should ask first. Yeah. If you... I don't know. I don't know the best way to... Because it's not like anyone's ever said, can I smack your ass? But you walk around doing it all the time. So it, well, it just becomes the thing that people do because you're doing it and I stick it out there. Like, I feel like that might be my consent is like, let me waggle it in your face and smack it a little. Yeah, but le- honestly, <laughs> honestly, though, I mean, are you giving consent by walking around like that? And am I encouraging, am I nodding my assent to them being allowed to smack your ass just by me smacking your ass. Well, technically I would speaking, say no. no. No, technically speaking, no. You're my husband, so right? what you do to me... So, this is where it gets fuzzy, though, right? Because... That's right. That's that's <laughs> kind of what I'm saying, is that if a new dude walks up... Um, let's, let's use Star Wars from the other day. Mm-hmm. If he okay. walks up, and just while I smack your ass takes the other cheek in hand and just fires away on it. Like, you know what? Even though you were very attracted to him, would that have been okay? And my answer is, my answer is no. Yeah, you know. Because I'm not nodding my assent to anybody without. Well, and it's not about you. It's about me. It it doesn't matter. If I'm standing there doing you a smacking, giving your, giving your ass a smacking like I did last night. Yeah. Um, if I'm doing that, and somebody just walks up, even somebody as attractive as Star Wars, that's not going to so, yeah, be okay. See, yeah, if I wasn't expecting it... It's not going to be okay for either one of no, us. No, it wouldn't. If I wasn't expecting it and, like, didn't see him coming, yeah. that you're right. It would be an intrusion. So, so, what, so this is where you do have to learn what to read people. a person like Star Wars would have had to have done is walk up and said hey, something like, hey, do you mind? Right. And, and that's all, that's and all that it takes not, to assuade all of those concerns... And eliminate any of those frustrations. Well, this is also not to you, to me, right? Because you're not the one who should be giving consent on things to do for me. In most cases, I would Unless agree. that person says you need to ask him, right? Unless in, it is... Yeah, in most cases, I would agree. You should always ask the person you're going to do it to first. Is that... Is that... In that... Did, when we made the note, did we put that in there too? Put what in where? Your veto power. No, I didn't write anything about the veto power, right. but that... Because what well, we've discussed with you folks before, that she has she has veto power all the time, right? Oh, but I get what you... This, is, this isn't about us horny cocks walking around and sticking it wherever, wherever we think it belongs. Um, this has to be... The, the, the women have to drive this boat. Because if they don't, it's not... 
it's not informed, right? And it falls back in my mind to the consent consent piece because what? What are you giggling about? Just your oopsie on the veto power because you weren't understanding who we were talking about. This is true. I, I had an oopsie. Recently. You did well, and I we were I was busy, and so you were literally in the middle of things, and I. Unless I, like, fir- very firmly objected to what was going on, I wasn't going to be like, stop fucking! <laughs> like, I, I wasn't going to do that. Fitzin! Condom! It, <laughs> I did do that once. Um, <laughs> like, it's already on! Already been fucking. I didn't see! Anyway, that's not so... It doesn't matter. Um, so... My only point with the veto power is, and it, it's, all, it's an all-the-time thing. Well, and it's a both of us. Because ladies drive the boat, they, they they are in control of this bus, and uh, now I take it I have veto power too. But it's more important for the ladies to have that. What do you, what do you finish? Say? Finish. It's more important that they have that ability, understood ability that people don't question. If the girl says no, it's that's what's written on all the signs and all the clubs. Girl says no, it's no. Sometimes it's the other direction though. But they have to make it clear before play starts that they might say no, 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 no. And they really mean yes, 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 yes. Oh, no, that wasn't what I was talking about. Oh, okay. I was not about that. I was talking about sometimes it's not just, it's not, it, it should be equal level importance. It's not just about the ladies because we have met some couples where the guy is very reserved and not necessarily always comfortable and in those cases, he should be the one, right, who has the ability to go, well, I'm really not comfortable with this. Okay, so it's sure. not just the ladies. It should be equal veto power. And and Because that's not fair. Yeah. And if your spouse is one of those that are the mousier, less confident of the couple. That's the person that you should default to. Hey, are we really sure? Are you yeah. good? Because they're the ones who are going to feel the worst about it if they didn't and they weren't consulted. Yes. So. As you and I have learned over the years. Yes. Because that is usually me. That is usually you. <laughs> so. Oh, fuck it. I'll try anything once. So in that, you you do have to be able to read people. Because for me, like, if if I literally walk over to you and waggle my ass at you, you are, f- that is that is consent to give a little love smack. Love smack. That doesn't mean you take a crop to it. That'll get you punched in the face. Even the crop from the other day with a little Yeah, star no, on. I know. That looked like it would hurt. And not in a good way. I don't want stars on my ass. That did not look comfortable. Does that cover that? I I don't I don't know. I feel like we could spend a whole episode talking about just that thing. Well we might end up doing that. Because it's so in depth. Because that's what we kinda of do is we, we do one of these and it's kind of a blanket and then we come back and we attack the topic in total. Sometimes. If it's warranted. Um, that's the penis episode from a little bit ago. We're going to have to do two or three or 12 more of those. So we'll leave that, let that rest for now because I do feel like we'll come talking we reserve, about body language. And reserve can, the right yeah. to come back to it. Yes. So the, another thing is assume safe play. And that is not just condoms. So you can have a discussion about it. If you're going to have a discussion about it, great. If you're not talking about it, assume you need to suit up. Because what you don't want to be is in the middle of things and then go, oh, wait, you needed to do this thing and you didn't. And always have them on hand. Yeah. Proper fitted ones. If if we <laughs> can go that route again. Yes. So they don't get lost in your vagina. <laughs> Which happened once. Which happened once. 
uh, had to go fishing. Um, so... And, and assume safe play, I feel like, certainly, in the last year and a half, takes a little bit extra spin, right? Because we're also... We're not just talking about condoms being the safe play, but we're also talking about maybe fucking wash your hands before you go to do the play. We know some folks that shower and shower out. That They wash before, they wash after. It was totally my plan, too. It's just it has never been convenient it, to do. We always get so busy so fast. Well, and it's not just that. We're not in a place where it's easy to just go shower. Like, not we go to the club. Not necessarily convenient. I, yeah. I hate the fact that I get all sweaty, sticky, nasty, and gross. Some of the girls like it. Uh, on top of that, when, like, so yes, wash your hands. Don't use hand sanitizer, please. For no. the love of God, that's a bad, that's a bad plan. Yeah, wash that and dry That shit burns. And if you're feeling under the weather, that's not, a, that's not a good time to go to the swingers club. No, not a good time. And maybe that's an application that all, like, even you vanilla folks that are sneaking this listening can, can, can. Well, that, and it has nothing from. to do with the currentness. That has to do with an in general. Nobody wants the crud. Nobody wants your crud. Just so, just don't. If and you are not feeling well, it is not okay to go spread your not feeling well on to other people. And I guess that that obviously takes a step into the STI, whatever term we're going to use to describe this. Yeah. Because um, sexually transmitted yeah, diseases wh- are a thing. Because disease was too harsh of a term, so they changed it to, to infection. Inflection. I know I didn't it's understand like, that. It's like an accent. I'm like, what the fuck is an STI? <laughs> like, it, well, it can't be a D because the D just sounds too scary. Anyway, that's that's a different discussion. It's You're not... It's to be inclusive <laughs> and not put a label on somebody. I, whatever. I don't care what no, word you use. Whatever. You, you should be tested regularly. Gonorrhea hepacyphilates. Get your test. Gonorrhea Gonorrhea Wow, you can't ever say it. Gynahepocephalates. I don't know. Now I can't Necrosis. say it. Necroses. Whatever. Get what your testing done. What the fuck was that? I added a word that doesn't belong. And regular depends on how often you play. If you play every few months, obviously every three months for testing is not strictly necessary. We, if you play more regularly, you should do it more regularly. One of us gets tested every three months. And yes. It... it it, understand it's not necessarily ideal, but it's pretty damn close. Because if I get something, I'm going to give it to her because we have so much sex. Yeah, if we were not having regular sex, it would be different. Or if we went off on our own and had sex with different people. No, it's, Because we don't do that. It's crazy easy to track back exactly who and where we would have gotten something or given something. Because we always play together. And we are always playing together. And it's we have kind of a core group, right? Yeah, for the most. But we're still... We're still getting tested every three months. Yeah. And uh, anything that I'm, not that it has, but if anything would pop, we would be like, hey, <laughs> just so you know. We would know exactly who we had been with in that amount of time. And we've had that conversation recently after a, a, a battery of tests. Hey, good news. Got tested. We're good. Yeah. Because that's the polite fucking thing to do when you're fucking somebody else's wife. Yeah. Well, anybody else. Well, it doesn't need to be somebody else's wife. Anybody else. When you're fucking anybody else, it is the polite thing to do. It is. So, I don't... There's one thing I read that said recommended having a safe word. I don't know. With the way we play, I don't know that that's necessary. Because my safe word is, like, you. Hey, stop. Right there. Or, you're, ouch. You're right there. And or if, you smack me. Yeah. You're right there and you know 
and the other person's person is right there. That goes back to that that those people that sometimes will scream at you no, but they really want you to continue. Those, they really need to be specific about that. They they really do. Yeah. Uh, the other day she was. She's like, I like to be choked. I like to be manhandled. Yeah. I I like those things. Yeah. She's she said that she's really submissive to men, but she's very dominant to women. Uh, yeah. And kind of, we kind of laid it out. Even though we weren't having the pre-coital interview, it kind of worked out to be one. Yeah, well, it wasn't pre-anything. It was in the middle. No, no, no. She, hadn't, she was just groping on me a little bit, and I was groping on her. We weren't doing anything. Oh, I didn't hear that conversation. Me and her had some of those conversations after. She things. wanted to put a collar on you. Yeah, I didn't well, that's precisely the reason why you need to have a collar put on. She was looking very hopefully at me, too. I almost said yes just because of the face that she had. She was, like, almost oh, pleading, it asking It would have been me. fantastic. I know. No. Yeah, that's precisely the reason why you should. No. Anyway. We'll have that conversation We'll later. have that conversation later. Respect boundaries. So, everybody has, unless that person chooses to break their boundary and says something about it, if they have said there's boundaries, respect the boundaries. If you aren't okay with their boundaries, don't play. Yeah. You don't have to play with people if you don't agree with the boundaries they set. So if if there's, I don't know, something that you're really not into is if they say they have to be, like, I don't know, choked and spanked while they're being fucked in order to come and you're really not comfortable doing that, have that conversation because <laughs> that's a boundary for you. That's literally what she said. She yeah. goes... If you grab my tits and choke me while you're fucking me, I will come like a freight train. Uh, well, and you're totally okay doing those things. She's like, I'm really easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's not just the other person. Respect your partner's boundaries, too. If, if you know that for us, we have a rule of same room play, you got very uncomfortable the other day because I left the room to go to the bathroom or get something and you started getting a blowjob. And you started feeling like we were breaking that rule. Right? Yes. Even though we had played with everybody in that, in that room, room already before. Like, well, in just, I mean, a few and minutes. In, yeah, and in some cases, regularly. So, when I got, when you told me, you, like, immediately were like, so this thing happened. Like, <laughs> confessional. And I was like, okay. Because we we played with them, we were comfortable with the situation in them. It wasn't like you went off to another room to play without me. Yes. So, you know, just knowing and understanding your partner's rules as well as the other people's rules and boundaries and respecting those and trying to, to be within them as, as best you can and being honest if, if the boundaries may have been crossed for whatever reason, you say something about it. You don't hide it or pretend it never happened. So speak up? Is that what you're saying? Like speak up when stuff isn't the way quite right? If it if it's like making you uncomfortable, you fucking need to say something. Yes. So I guess that is not one we had written down, but be... It is now. It is. If be it assertive. Makes, makes you fucking uncomfortable doing this stuff, any part of it, you got to say something. You, you just can't flow with it and, and expect everything to be hunky-dory. Because it well, won't and, be. And it's going to bubble up the next day or the next week or the next month when you and your significant other have a disagreement or an argument, it's going to pop out and it's going to blind fuck side you. Well, and if you 
if you did choose to ignore it, you you can't really be that mad about it or upset about it later because you made the decision not well, to say something. Well, you can, but you're well, being an you asshole. Can. You can. <laughs> you can. But if you're... If, I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. That you're being an asshole? If you... No. Because we've, we've had situations before where later I'm like, yeah, I'm not so sure. But I wasn't... Well, like the the boundary you broke with the, the people that we... I thought we had decided not to play with, right? Yes. I wasn't angry with you or upset with you. I laid it out very... I was like, hey, just an FYI, not sure it was okay that that thing happened because I thought we had talked about not doing that, but just I'm just letting you know, it's a thing and it's out there. Yeah. And it was immediate. That was five minutes. I think it was the next morning. No, no. No, you went to the bathroom. I thought it was the next morning, though. No. Okay, maybe not. Whatever. Maybe. I feel like it was the next morning. Because there wasn't really an opportunity to talk to you about it. I There were there a was, few times where was I was It was certainly going, the next opportunity that we were alone. It was, yeah. And that was the problem, is we weren't alone, and I wasn't going to have that conversation oh, in front right. of other people. Yeah, because it wouldn't have been appropriate it to have that conversation. It was fucking the next day. It was when we were getting ready to take a shower. And I wasn't... I wasn't mad. I wasn't, like... I just wanted it out there that that was a thing. It bothered me yes. a little bit. I still retain both of my testicles. And then literally a few hours later, you're like, oh, you know, I thought we were talking about different people. And I'm like, oh, well, that's so There was like so seven people there with the same name. Well, yeah, there was that, you know, <laughs> you get confused. And I was like, oh. And we're absolutely not going to play with those other ones. Makes perfect sense. Right? I get what, yeah, I get what you, and we didn't. We didn't. No. So, like all. so if you're going to not say something in the moment, you need to understand that you need to be calm and rational about it when you do, and you still should talk about it. Yeah. So. That was a good call, baby. I, yeah. Yeah. So, another big thing, because we've also ran into this, is no expectations or assumptions of any kind going into any swinger scenario. Even if you know it's a sure thing. Because we've had sure things that have not exactly gone the way we were thinking they were going to go. Yeah. So, we very much had a sexy day planned. Like, all kinds of things planned with the day. And woke up that morning to... I started my period. Yeah. Bedlam (laughs) and chaos. Put the kibosh on... 90% of the plans that we had for the day. And so you don't, even when you have a sexy day planned, shit happens and you do not want to go in with any expectations. And that's, that's part, partially that organic experience fast talk that we did a couple weeks ago. That's, and to, to come again, because we're going to do a full length on this. Probably. Or we have, have we already? On what? On the organic experience. I don't know that we've done a full length. We did the fast talk. Yeah, it was just a little bit of it. Well, we kind of talk about it all the time. We, we do. And I, I feel like it's going to need need to get targeted a little bit. But that's the same idea is, um, and you people have heard us say this before, worst case scenario, we get a date night. Yeah. And we get to go home or we get to go someplace and have sex with each other. Or we hang out with really cool people. And, and that, right? So that's how low the expectations need to be. This is a date night, and we might get to play with others. Yeah. 
And that also... Oh. That also kind of comes to, we said, don't be a sore swinger. Yes. Because when you go in with assumptions, and we had... I felt like... Nobody voiced it. But I felt like there were a lot of people assuming that I would be playing with them because I'm a swinger. Yeah. I mean, I feel like... So, we sometimes... And I I caught a catch of this this time um, in our most recent little experience. I got very distracted and I was very laser-targeted focused on the work that I was doing. So, I didn't realize what was going on necessarily in the rest of the room. Um, You had that at another house party where yes. you lost track of everything that was going on. Well, and... And there was a combination of faux pas that had taken place. Yeah. And then there was more playing with others that probably wouldn't have happened. There was a lot of playing with others that probably wouldn't this have happened. This time... And I really feel like I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> Which... So this time... Maybe you, you should were... make sure someone's paying attention when you get their <laughs> consent. I don't know. Maybe they time... should look at you. This time you were a little bit more aware of your surroundings. I was very aware of my and surroundings. And there was, I noticed, a few that were kind of just hovering and making like they wanted to do some playtime. And yeah. you either had brushed them off or ignored them or declined their offers. When I wasn't, you don't need to be rude about it if you're the one who is getting the advances and you don't want to play. You, There's no reason to be rude. I was not rude to anybody. That's, that would be unswinger-like conduct. It would. And I'm a very flirtatious person, so I might be like... You flirt with everybody. Well, yeah, but that's just how I talk to them. Like, that's just how I talk to people, especially people who I'm naked around. I mean, it's just... I just do. But what I also do not do is if I'm not interested, I'm not going to walk up and, like, touch you Like, my hand on your arm or anything like that. I will probably find a different route to go if I'm going to have to rub up against you on the way by. Like, I don't go out of my way to lead them to believe something's going to happen that's not. Just because I talk in a flirtatious manner, my body language and my body movements and the things I do with my body very much do not indicate that thing. And I did it more than once where I would kind of turn away and I'm like being polite and still chatting, but I'd turn away or I'd move towards someone who I knew like was, I was cool and we'd already like had the talks or played or whatever. And so I would try to make it obvious like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're cool to talk, but I'm going to go over here. I'm not really interested in that. I, I did make one mistake in allowing someone to play a little when I probably shouldn't have. So I do need... That is me. That is on me. It wasn't that I was like, oh my god, no. It, it wasn't a that thing, but the plane was never going to go further than that. And so that I probably... That was a mistake on my part. I shouldn't even have allowed it to go that far. It wasn't that I minded. Whatever. But in retrospect, I'm like, well, I know I didn't have an intent on continuing the play, so I probably should have just said no. But... I did have a distraction that happened then, so... What's what's next? Uh, well, so we were talking about the don't be a sore swinger. Don't pout and, like, stand there all grumpy because you're not getting to fuck who you wanted to fuck if they're not interested. Like, you have to... You have to kind of know the environment a little bit. That if you're at a swinger party or at a swinger event, and unless you're very, very new, 
which is another one of those things you probably need to communicate with some of the folks that you're there yeah, talking that to. You're very, very hey, we're brand spank new. Yeah. Um, because you don't want to just be the wallflower. This takes you need to be a little confident in order for this to go off a little, right? Well, that's that's different than the assumptions and expectations. We have it, that on here, too. It is, and it leads into that, and I guess I'll pause on that until we get down to that a little bit. We'll, we'll get to the confidence in that. Um, where did I put... So take care of yourself. Um, so that's that's like hygiene. That's like dressing nice. That's like smelling good. Um, brush your teeth. Brush, I mean, things that seem common. Clip your fucking fingernails. And then file them, please, for the love of God. Right. All of the vaginas Dudes. in the world <laughs> will love you more if you file your nails. Right. No one wants a sliced up pussy. Um, I, I, I do a lot of heavy barbell exercises, so my hands are really, really rough. And so I ten, I spend 15 minutes in the shower before a play date. Pumicing. Pumicing, scrubbing, rubbing, polishing my hands and my fingernails and all of the little rough bits. Stranger hands. <laughs> you do. You say stranger hands and then you touch me with them. It's fantastic. It does. They're, they're super, super soft. They're fan- it, it's really, really funny. So. But that's, that's all of the things, right? Good teeth, good hair. Clip your stuff. Wash your stuff. Pits and pussies, folks. <laughs> Wear some fucking deodorant, a little smelly good stuff. Dress nicely. Well, and, and and that segues into that confidence bit is if if you're feeling, looking, and acting the part, you will get the part. Right? You might have to open your mouth once or twice, and then things will start happening for you. And also, like, we, we have seen a lot where one or the other of the couple will be, will look well taken care of. They'll look like, you know, they eat better, they exercise, they they just take better care of themselves, they stand like they are a little more confident, and then one of them, and this isn't just appearances, some of these people on, like, the other side have been moderately attractive, except in the way they carry themselves. So, or, or they just won't appear to live as healthy of a lifestyle as the other person, and I don't understand it necessarily. But it's the slumped shoulders and the the kind of woe is me attitude. And we've had it both ways where we've seen the woman is, you know, gorgeous and sexy and confident. Or at least, you know, portraying confidence. Because let's be honest, you don't actually have to be confident. You can pretend. Because that's what I do a lot of times. Well, if you pretend long enough, it starts happening. Well, it sort of does. And people notice it. And that makes you more confident. Which is kind of what happened with me. I'm very nervous at first, but I'm like, stand up straight, shoulders back, and we're going to pretend like I'm awesome. And then people start talking to you, and I'm like, and now I feel more awesome. Right? It just takes the once or twice. But then the other partner will be like, wait, and I'm not... Unkept is a better way unkept to say it. Unkept is a, is a good way to say it. Just dressing and not really, like, just wearing the rippy t-shirts and baggy t-shirts and the pants that are falling down and slumpy shoulders and just very that beautiful beautiful uh, girl at the club like a year ago gorgeous woman walking around with her shoulders dragging on the floor yeah she's very kind slumpy. of slumped over I, it, it's all of those things right um and taking care of yourself is that whole list that whole list get to the gym whether you want to be a fitness model or not 
Well, and you don't need to be. It's not like you need a six pack. No, That's not even. No, you need. You act in spite of my vehement opposition to cardio. I need cardio. <laughs> well, you do because you're out of shape when you're fucking people, man. I'm just saying, you huffing I'm, and puffing. Oh my! Maybe God. if you did more cardio. <laughs> Were you not paying attention the other night? No, you did a lot of cardio. Um, Jesus, God. But. It, you know, you don't have to have a perfect body, but if you have expectations of other people's, like how they keep themselves, you can't want all these gorgeously hot women or gorgeously hot men and then not take care of yourself because that is not, that's not equal expectations. Well, and here's the, you know, they probably want the same for them. Here's the surprise. Um, that whole confidence breeds confidence thing. Uh, confidence is sexy. It is. It might be the sexiest piece of this whole thing because you can be not necessarily textbook attractive, but if you have confidence to like to spare, yeah, it increases it. And and it is it in of itself, it is an aphrodisiac. It is. So something and, to consider for you folks. And it's well, we've talked about how it's not about looks as a whole. I mean, you do have to be physically attracted to the person to want to fuck them. But physical attractiveness is a relative term. Yeah. So, another is leave your drama at the door. Nobody wants... Your door, your door, not the swinger club door. Oh, yes, please. Like, nobody wants to hear how much work sucks. Now, it's different. I've said this before because one of our friends didn't want to talk about her personal life when we were out on a friend date, like we were having a girl's day, because she feels like her swinger friends don't want to hear about that. I'm like, but we're not trying to have sex right now. Yeah, we're not here to... Like, (laughs) when you're at the club, that is not the environment to talk about your bad day at work. Yes. I am guilty of talking about our children. Or how bad your kids are. I I am. I'm guilty of talking about our kids when I get nervous. That's what I default to. Because I'm a mom. I go into mom mode. Because I'm anxious. Nobody it does not. It does not get us. Nobody anything. cares. But when you get really emotional about it, your titties do bounce a little bit. I well, that's what I use it to distract them. <laughs> but I mean, we don't have as good of a time there when I do that, and I know we don't because nobody nobody wants to fuck that. Like I get crazy. I'm like the mom in Bad Moms, where none all the guys are like, "Yeah, no, this bitch is nuts." <laughs> that is me when I get like that. And there are certain situations where that kind of talk is okay. Like this weekend, it was such a long and drawn out that regular conversation happened first, right? It was a socialization before it was party party. So you got to know your environment and you got to know, still nobody wants to like hear the down and horrible and like pity party stuff at those events, but You can still talk about real life stuff there. But if you go to the club, that environment is absolutely all about sex. That's why you're going there. That's what it's about. So you want to keep it at at home in those cases. If you're literally going for a sexy date where you're just meeting at the hotel and you're not having dinner first or anything like that. Or you're meeting a couple for the first time. Probably wouldn't be the time to tell them about all the skeletons in your closet. Yeah. So know your audience. Leave your drama at home. If you're playing especially Jesus God, please don't bring your drama. It's really hot when they cry. It right? No, it's not. <laughs> there was there was a there was a sexy friend this weekend, this last weekend, and uh, 
she had makeup on. Oh, that. And went, went swimming. And when she came back, the mascara was running down her face. And I said something to the effect of, good to know what you're, good to know that's how you're going to look later. Yeah. And uh, she may have blushed a little bit. <laughs> it worked out just fine because she and I had an amazing time. What What's next? Uh, so... Oh, with... Clean up your mess. Well, always have lube. That's just a... Oh. I mean, that's that just is. Always have lube. Lots and lots of lube. Always have Good lube. Good lube, not shitty lube, and we're not talking about spit. No. Um, and if you want our personal lube recommendations, what, one lube? Is it my one? My, my one. My one lube. My one. It's freaking amazing. It's really good stuff, and it's fairly inexpensive. There's I think other, it's really hypoallergenic, too. Yeah, there's other formulations, competing companies that make a very similar feeling. Um, and then, of course, coconut oil, because goddamn. Unless you're allergic. Um, that stuff is fantastic. It is fantastic, and it absorbs in your skin and makes it silky smooth. Yeah, and you can cook with it if you want. So, clean up your mess is the next one, and it's all of them. All your messes. If you make a mess, clean it up. My, the, the, the partners that I have had since we've been doing this, and you, all find it amusingly adorable, sweet. It is adorable. I go and get a towel, and I help wipe up and clean up. and I just wait from now on. Squeegee. I, just, I sit there waiting. Like, I don't get up and clean myself up. I'll wait for you to do it. <laughs> you made the mess. You do. It. You take care it, of it. It was funny because the first time we were at the club, <laughs> you, we were watching the big playroom from outside and you saw some guy who had just finished and he like chucked the towel at her and you got so mad. Yeah. <laughs> So we had to, we had to leave the room. It was kind of the, kind of the way he did it. It was. And then what was it funny. Didn't, it didn't look playful like I do to you when I tell you to go put your job back on. It it looked, it looked shitty. And it was funny because then you did the exact thing to me on Valentine's Day and we have it on video. And as soon as you did it, I go, look, you did that thing. But it was all, you were being playful when we did it. Um, but so clean up messes. So that's cum, that's lube, that's your trash. Um, pull your sheets if you're at a fucking club. Try not to just toss your condoms places so mm. they don't end up in your slipper. You know who you are. Well, not your, not your slipper. No, I mean your slipper. Someone else's slipper, like my slipper. Your slipper. <clears throat> not like my slipper. So. <laughs> Maybe tie a knot in them so just, they don't leak and dribble. And I then mean, dispose you know, of them appropriately. If. My big problem with hotels is there's no bags in the trash can. Yeah. But you can't do anything about that. It still bothers me. Well, you me. can because you can get bags and you can put it in there if you ask the right people for them. I feel like, yeah, maybe like make a stash and then clean it. I don't know. That's I don't like, know, but clean up your mess. That's like hotel takeover survival tip number 27 is put trash bags in your trash cans. Yeah. And and that goes with, you know, when you're at uh, like a club, a lot of them have the pull your sheets rule. Mm-hmm. Pull your fucking sheets. I just said that. Clean up your little play area so that the household help doesn't have to do all your work for but you. But it's not even just about that. It's that other people might go play in your mess if you don't pull your fucking sheet. Yeah, if you if you walk away and that bed is still made, somebody could literally walk around the corner and hop into your puddle of cum. And that's not okay. And that's that's rude. So just fix it. So as you're getting your dress on, 
<laughs> just pop the corner. Grab a hold of the damn sheet and give it a yank. And not it'll even, probably come undone. Not even a big deal. Right? So, and... and but that that's the play area, too. Clean up your mess at the play area. Take the same... Do the Boy Scout rule, right? Take, but leave only footprints. Except I feel like that sounds a little gross. If I'm leaving footprints at the Swingers Club, I stepped in something wrong. Yeah, right. It, leave it as you found it. <laughs> leave it as you found it is, is probably better. <laughs> you know, if... Or leave it better than you found it. Or better. And that especially goes for house parties. Yes, because that's someone's house. Don't be destructive to their house. I feel Clean like... Clean up whatever you mess up. I feel like this last event, uh, it was a house party. Uh, you'll hear about it next week, probably. Um... There was probably about 10 separate people yeah. that at any given time, were cleaning up messes. late Saturday night, were starting to clean up stuff. And it wasn't even just, it was like throughout the day. People would see it was. things it and was they throughout would like the day. pick it up. And... and then there was the one the one hero that cleaned up most of the kitchen the following morning and, and literally put stuff away. But he knew where shit what He did. Shit he, knew, he knew more of where things were. And so it took 10 of us at a house party of, what did we decide? It was like 20... I 28 think I people counted about 28 people. It was either 28 or 30, and there was 10 or so. So a third of the party people helped to clean the fucking mess up. Yeah, and the other ones, you not just that they wouldn't have present right? at the time. Not like, that they wouldn't have, but this... in the morning people were asking, and we had already done it all. <laughs> so the homeowner was very appreciative. Yeah, and he puts these parties on because he loves them and he likes hang out with these people, and. It, it's a labor of love for them, and we have a great and fantastic time, and we want to continue doing it. And we want to thank them. And so, clean up your fucking mess. Yeah, seriously. Clean up your mess. Take the fucking trash out. And so, so on and so on and so forth. Yeah. You know what I mean. I'm, I don't mom. want... I'm not your mom. Uh, so, also, don't interrupt other people's play. Letchers and leerers. Yeah. Well, and voyeurism is one thing, right? If you leave the door open, obviously it's fine to watch. Yeah. But it's not okay to start coming in and involving yourself in the play unless you were invited in or you have asked if you can join in. Even if you know the people, it's a little bit so, rude. Yeah. Like clubs, house parties, there will be a door open, door closed policy. Yeah. If the door's closed. And we saw one that had a chain. Go in. It had a chain. So there was a door. Yeah, it did. So you could either door it, you could chain it, or you, or you could can leave, leave it open. open. And the leaving it open meant you can come inside. Yes. Chain meant you could watch from outside. Door closed means don't fucking don't bother me. But even with the chain down, that does not mean you want them to join. Yeah, you and still it doesn't have to mean ask. that you stand there and make noises or you root people on and you grunt and you groan. That's that's rude. That's lecherism, and that is that is not attractive, and it's distracting to the people playing. And it's well, it's so distracting that there are rules at the clubs to that end, like the single dude rule behind in the couple section is partially that. Yeah. Like like creepy trucker from what a year and a half ago where he's just sitting there in the couples only area rubbing his pants. Well, yeah. and, and that there is a consent thing that that kind of comes back with this. That's also, what I was just going to say, because when people are playing yep. just because and this this almost happened again. But we were more observant. Just because a girl's ass is in the air because she's given a blowjob or eating another girl out does not mean that is giving you permission to walk up behind her. Unless you were asked to join. Excuse me. Unless you were asked to join in that play. Yeah. Because that's that's not okay to just walk up behind someone because their ass is sticking in the air. 
It's not an invitation. That's not a sign it's, it's that not, says, come fuck me. Yeah, you didn't take a number. Like, that's <laughs> just the position I happen to be in. The number isn't, like, all, all of a sudden, like, understood by everybody in the room. Um, but it... There's a lot... There's a lot there, right? Um, because that's... Uns, unswingers like conduct, for one. Yes. And we don't abide by that. And other people playing... They would have invited you if they wanted you in on it. Yeah. It would have been pretty clearly understood. Or if they don't notice you're there because they're busy, ask, can I, may I join? And the answer might be no. And it might be. Or and you be might okay get with a, that. Or you might get ignored. And, and if you're ignored, it's not a yes. It's not a yes. It, it never is. Um, it, so, yeah, respect everybody else's little space and just don't. Just don't assume because you know what they you know what happens when you assume. It makes an ass out of you and me. And me. What's next? Uh, keep the other extracurriculars to a minimum. We have had this happen more than once. It, the alcohol and things to relax you. Stay. A few cocktails. <laughs> right? Not a bad idea. Right. And we've learned this lesson un- unintentionally also ourselves. More than once. So we're, we're slow. We have a slow learning curve. Sometimes. Well, it's not just that it's, it's learning where that line is for us in different situations. Right. Yeah. Cause what I have learned, it's taken me a very long time to learn. I can't mix alcohols whatsoever unless I take about an hour break, which is how long it takes to flush it out of your system. Anyway, equal amounts of water to booze plus the break. And then, and then, I then can you switch. can mix. Right. But I can't mix. Like I can't have a beer and then have Probably I can't even have a seltzer. I don't even know if I can do that. But I absolutely can't have liquor and then switch to beer or wine. Because that will mess me up. We can drink whiskey all night and we're, for the most part, fine. Not not to excess, of course. Unless I drink it a little too quickly. Unless you, yeah. Which I have, I mean, that's another thing, right? Learning how, when you haven't eaten, you can't drink as quickly. Yeah, so it's, it's knowing your curves, knowing what your tolerance level is. Stay sober enough to play. And to enjoy yourself. Right? Because it's... Everybody, I, I've had it, and all guys run into the problem sometimes where they get a little overwhelmed and they can't do the deal. It's harder to do it when you have the whiskey dick. It is. It is. And there's something to be said for a little bit to relax you, but too much has the opposite effect, and you get too relaxed. Too relaxed. And, and then you... Mixing in drugs with and that. And then you can't follow up on a pro- an unspoken promise that you've made to my wife here. Which you know who you are too, or you don't yet. You will because we haven't had the conversation yet, <laughs> but we will. <laughs> Listen, Mister. So there's also then when you start mixing drugs in recreational drugs is another thing. You know, cocaine not great to do at a swinger event. Because not a really good penis drug. No, it's a terrible penis drug, and for some people, I learned mixing marijuana. And alcohol is probably not a good idea because I had a very interesting response to that at a takeover that ended in us not having an awesome orgy. Uh, It ended in me in the room throwing up and feeling like not only was a midget sitting on me, but I was on a freaking merry-go-round. It was going to be a really awesome orgy, too. I'm sorry. No, I... I didn't know, We've and both, I know now. I did not. I abstained the entire weekend. Every time we someone have both moved on from that, and I'm not giving you a hard time. I know time. you're just teasing me. And no, every time someone offered me while we were out, I was like, "No, I plan on drinking oh. later." 
I'm not going to do that thing. No. They offer me the cookies. I'm like, as much as I would like to try that, nope. Planning not doing it. it. I have plans later, and I don't need it. Even if, even if I'm fine, I don't know. If we weren't planning on fucking, I would probably try it, but I'm not going to do that because right. I want to do that later. So I literally didn't the whole weekend. So just know your limits. Um, some people feel better when they have them. Some people don't. And know when you're not functional. And if you're going to one of these or any event or you have a sexy date, don't do that thing that makes you not functional. You know, keep it at a minimum. So sober enough to perform. If We danced on this already. We if did. You... If you want to act the part, look the part. Meaning we did more of the 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 health aspect of it and we touched a little bit on the confidence but imagine the kind of person that you would want to fuck and you would want to approach and be that person so don't we've had this more than once where people are this, sitting this isn't a statement of like lesbianism or homosexuality or any of that crap huh? that's not what I'm trying not what either one of us are trying to say because some people were taking it that way what because you said Look at the person that you want to fucking be them. Oh, that's not act the way they do. That's not what that's, I meant. That's, that's what I was just trying to clarify. I don't know that anybody would have taken it that way, I, except you. I know some people that are absolutely taking it that way. Oh, my way. God. And it's not what it's about. It's see how they behave. Look at the people that you want to be like and you want to... Be. That, that you respect and that you look up to and kind of be that person, right? In swingerdom. In the swinger sphere. Stand up straight with your shoulders back. Look good, smell good, wear decent looking clothes. And if you don't have a, any of those things, bring as much of it as you can. When it's not just that, though. It, you have told me that I can look sexy wearing sweatpants. Yes. So it's not just about that. No, it's not. Right? It's carry yourself like you have confidence, even if you don't. Don't. So some of the instances we've had, and this is this is more related to women, but sitting in the corner with your arms and legs crossed and giving everyone like the resting bitch face. It means is don't, not, don't come talk to me. That's exactly what it means. And no one's going to come talk to you. So you're going to get pissy because no one's talking to you, but they're not talking to you because you're very unapproachable. We saw some of that at the house party. We did. There was the, a lot of that at the house there party. Was, at any given, there was four or five people that delved into that a little bit. And... And understand that everyone's confidence level is different and it is difficult. Sometimes, for me, I I don't look angry. I look scared. <laughs> like when my anxiety goes up, I'll be like standing back. Well, like, that's if you don't know you. Like looking like I'm terrified. But, um, so act confident and you'll gain confidence. Don't sit back in a corner glaring at everybody. Um, know why you're there. Know the reasons you're doing this because those are sometimes important to the situation. Well, and there's a, there is an additional step there because that's not just an extension of this confidence bit that is, um, so you have to have the confidence to be there, to talk to folks, to maybe meet folks. I guess that's another swinger etiquette is talk to people. Right? Oh, yeah. You just can't walk around expecting people to approach you. You need to open your fucking mouth. But to that same thing, know why you're there. If you go to a club, if you go to a house party, the odds are everybody there is there for somewhat the same reason. And this is this is a piece that we've bumped up on a number of times. And we talked about in the censorship episode from a couple weeks ago. 
um, stop diming each other out. So if you run into somebody that you know <laughs> from outside in the world, hey, fancy meeting you here. Talk to you later. See you at the office tomorrow. <laughs> and move the fuck on. It's not a conversation that you need to have necessarily at work or at church or whatever it is that you run into these people at. If you bump into somebody in one of these swingers events, that's where that stays too. So it's leaving the drama at the door both ways because nobody wants outed. Well, you are totally not talking about the same subject we started talking about. I, it is the same subject. It's it not. says it right there. No. Know why you're there. Yeah, no. You're why. not there to out people. You're there to have a good time. You're there to enjoy others. You're there to maybe meet some play friends. And if you happen to, it's just my extension of it. If you happen to bump into somebody that you know from outside the world, from from your regular everyday life, you don't you don't out them. I feel like that's not related to this at all, but it's absolutely swinger etiquette. Okay, that is swinger etiquette, but that I don't think that's related. Well, to I took it. I there. took it in my own unique way. Y- you go yeah, ahead and explain you, what you think. You did. It's it's about your reasons for swinging in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like if you're there to gain confidence, that is not the right reason to be there. First off, uh, but also understand that that's going to reflect based off of how your evening goes you will reflect your feelings because they're not, it's not going your way and things aren't happening the way you want. And that happened in the one thing we listened to with that TV show that they did. And that girl was all upset because nobody, nobody wanted to play with her, but really was there because she wanted reaffirmed on her confidence by, she wanted other people to reaffirm her confidence. Yeah. And she felt like that was not happening. Yeah, and that's a so, really, it's really not a great way to get your confidence encouraged is to go to a swinger event where you don't talk to anybody and you sit mousy in a corner because you're going to absolutely get the opposite effect. That's And yeah, don't assume that people are just going to walk up to you when that happens. Um, uh, leave jealousy and envy at the door as a direct extension of that. Yeah. Because nobody, again, nobody wants to hear about your problems and that includes in your relationship. And if there's jealousy in the relationship, that you are taking to the swinger event, maybe that relationship doesn't necessarily belong in the swingers event. Right. And I mean, we've all, I think that everyone at some point has that happen in a way, because I've had a situation where, and I don't know that it was jealousy in its raw form, but we had a situation where I got a little bit upset, but I didn't blow up about it. I didn't make a big thing about it. I didn't cause any drama because of it. I waited until we were alone and then I talked to you about it. That was the thing we just mentioned a moment ago. Uh, no, this was a different thing. That wasn't that wasn't a Joey C thing at all. That was a, I think we're breaking oh, the rules. This okay. was yeah, I remember. I I felt like I was being included as a formality in the situation. Yeah, but we never played. No, that's one of the reasons we didn't. Yeah, because there was zero interest in me playing. And that takes us back to that whole that whole don't have a whole lot of expectations because. Literally, the universe told us no that night. Yeah. Every time that we tried to make that work, it, it didn't. didn't. And I, that's and, the other, yeah. And you were fucking relieved the whole way home that I it was. didn't. I was. And, but we talked about it, right? We didn't, I didn't say anything then. I didn't make drama about it. Yep. That's, it happens. Yep. And it'll happen sometimes in the weirdest way and you won't even understand necessarily why. And just stop, just stop trying to force it. But. Because you're going to be happier for the night. But that, yeah, that's don't bring it out to the table at that moment. It's not the appropriate time. Leave it at the door. 
put it as a little mark in the back of your head to discuss later and or say, hey, I need a break. Can we be done playing for a minute? Like, you know, say something in a calm and rational way if you can. And yeah. don't make it a drama and say, could I please talk to you for a minute? It's it's just not, this lifestyle is not the place to go to fix your relationship. But yeah, and you don't, you know, yell at people or that's not okay. You know, leave that stuff at the door. And we'll talk a lot about well, we that got, kind of that's stuff. That's a bullet the point here in just a second. Self-confidence. Because the envy is a thing that I feel I get the brunt of sometimes. And it bothers me. Well, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to feel bad because you're pretty. I know. And it bothers me. That's different. We're going to talk about it at some point. Uh, Release disclaimers if you have any. So if you are, if you're on a period, if you have a broken dick, if you have all kinds. If you've never been with a couple before. If this is your first time swinging, if this is the uh, like brand new, brand new. Yeah. Tell everybody. Those are things people probably need to know if, I don't know, you're still lactating and someone squeezes it a little hard, they might, it might, you know, things might happen. If you're a squirter. Right. You need to let people know that because afterwards the mess is already made and you can't do anything about it. Right out the gate. Let them know right out the gate. So I think the last thing, and it's not going to be large because we have to wrap up, but just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. It's kind of like the general rule. Don't make fun of people's size, performance, weight, performance, the way that they look, the way that they're dressed, the way that they talk. And just and you don't have to be attracted to them. You don't have to play with them. Don't make fun of them. Yeah, keep your fucking mouth shut. And if you are playing with someone and there's something, you know, don't make fun of them for it, but maybe address it in a calm manner. Don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. Be polite. Don't to be people. a jerk. Don't be a jerk face. Don't be an asshole. And yeah. you do that and maybe follow some of these pieces of advice and you'll have a good time. Yeah. Um, a repeated good time. Sometimes. We're done, aren't we? Yeah, that's the list. Okay. So there's some I think we could go in a lot more in depth. Yeah, we're with. gonna we're gonna hit some of these a little bit more later. Well, and if there's any you want us to do, please right. do. Um okay. Well, I love you good night. I love you good night.